0: Hey guys, Benjamin Darius, a.k.a. BJ here from Dear Dad Podcast. Now, when I started this podcast, I wanted a platform where I can record and upload with my content very easily. I didn't want to go through any hoops to get my podcast out there. When I did study my podcast, I was on a different platform. But after I was introduced to Anchor, not once, not twice, but over three times by my close friends, I decided to give Anchor a try. I must say, I absolutely love it. Not only is it easy to use, but I am able to record, edit post, and publish all my episodes right there on the app or the site. I was able to transfer all my episodes onto Anchor in less than five minutes. That for me was unbelievable. Oh yeah. Here's the best thing of all. It's free. It is free to use. Yeah, I know that's crazy, but take my word on this. It's true. Using anchor has definitely made podcasts so easy. Trust me, you love it. So, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast. This is the place where we address dad dynamics and discuss personal experiences, stories, and poem submissions to help provide a platform for healing while simultaneously uplifting one another. Let's change the dad narrative all around. Let's go. Let's grow. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you again for joining me at a Dear Dad Podcast. My name is Benjamin Darius, A.K.A. BJ, and today I have a wonderful guest. Listen, this guest I've I've been following on Instagram for a while. He's doing he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing for a while now. I've been I've been monitoring him for a while ever since I started this podcast. There's a couple of people that I've been following, and um, the reason I'm following is because it's a relationship that they have with their with their family, with their child, with their wife. And I I I I've been monitoring him for a while, and the fact that he accepted this offer. For season three, I'm so honored and blessed for uh, for his presence, but I'm not gonna take any shine away from him. So I'm gonna introduce you guys to DeAnthony Ward.
1: Hey, what's good, guys? Thank you very much, brother. Thanks for
0: having me on here. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's just jump to the first question, man. Tell me and tell the audience um, who is DeAnthony.
1: Uh, well, DeAnthony is a dad. He's a he's a uh, husband, a millennial dad. He's a content creator, filmmaker, storyteller. Mm. Um, and I like to say that I am the family historian, mm. <laughs> right? Cause I like to document pretty much everything. I mean, you should see my, you should, I have the terabyte service on my, on my Google cloud service because I film so much things. Like I, I take it upon myself to be that person that, that uh, is the library just for our entire family. So anything that's going to happen. Tomorrow, the next day, in 20 years, we will have something to talk about because I've documented it and I've put it in safe storage. So I have taken it upon myself to be the
0: self-proclaimed historian of the Ward family. (laughs) Nice, nice. I couldn't agree anymore because my my wife and I would do that intentionally. Mm -hmm. Um, We record as much as we can because we want to document as much as we can. It's not only for us, it's mostly for our son. Yeah. and to also to look back to our family enjoy it but primarily right now we're doing it because of him um you yeah. want him to look back and say oh mom did this Oh, dad did this oh i want to display this place. i went to this location so you have a, a pretty much a visual and audio journal of his yeah. life right um and he's able to like say oh I, I went to germany with my mom when i was like so and so years old with my dad yeah. and yeah. now he's able to like know this thing. so now he's just like okay now i can do this thing i'm able to like go to, I've been to Germany. I can go to Germany. I've been to Europe. Let me go to Europe. I've been to Paris. Let me go to Paris. So it's a journey that he can just say, one, I've been there. And so I can go there again. My parents have done these things. I can do it as well. So it's definitely something yeah. that we've been trying to do.
1: Yeah. Social media is like the new, it's, it's the new photo album. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I, my, my family, uh, my mom, they're from uh, Alabama. And I remember going down to Alabama when we were kids, like 10, 11 years old. And they call it big Mom. big Mom will come pull out the big book of uh of pictures Mm. and then deep in the 25 30 siblings i can see my mom at the age of four or five years old and i'm like what and they have all these pictures from when she's 13 to 15 but those get those get lost right yeah they're down in alabama and they stay down there but now with what what i'm doing i'm just using Instagram as a public library mm. to like house all of this kind of stuff. Right. To house Taj's first, my son's first steps, you know, our first interaction. So I'm literally documenting all of this for the sake of when he gets to be 30, 45 years old instead stuff. Right. going looking for a box in the attic with all of our pictures <laughs> and stuff in it. Dust well, it well, off. Oh, well, yeah. Instead of that, what he's going to have to do is go find that link. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, to yeah. where these pictures and these videos are. It's, so that's, a
0: that's my objective, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, again, my wife and I, we just, we archive all this stuff. We have terabytes and terabytes of just like videos. And you know, that stuff takes space, but <laughs> yeah. um, uh, we digress with that. So let's move on. Let's just, let me just dive a little deeper. So tell me about your dad.
1: So my dad, um, he... We we have an interesting relationship. So he wasn't around growing up, or maybe I should say he was around, but he wasn't physically around. I knew uh-huh. where he I, I knew where he was, right? But we didn't we didn't grow up in the house with him, mm-hmm. um, which some would argue that that's probably worse than, <laughs> than, than him not being around at all. So he had a he had a drug problem all, the entire time that I was young, and when I got to college, we started to kind of rekindle some mm-hmm. rekindle some things. Um, I never I never really held a grudge. I was never really that, that angry kid that said, Oh, you know, my dad wasn't there, so I'm gonna go and, you know, act up and all that kind of stuff. Now mm-hmm. subconsciously, if I look back, maybe something that happened but it never was a chip on my shoulder. I was mm-hmm. never a forget your forget my dad type of person, right? Because I always wanted the relationship however I can get it. Right. If he came in, I don't know if you if if you know the habits of you know somebody who's like recovering, but they do this thing where they come in your life for a little while, mm-hmm. and then their 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 addiction and things takes takes them out of your life for maybe six or seven months at a time. Right. Then they come back in for maybe two or three weeks. Then they leave, and that's the cycle. So that's the cycle that I was used to for. A very for a very long time and 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 I was okay with that because that was that was normal to me so I wanted the relationship however however I can get it if it mm. was for three weeks out the year then that's just that was just my normal to me wow like, yeah but as we got into college um, we started to rekindle a bit more he he started to um, you know call a little bit more and today um we talk pretty we talk pretty often but the thing is is it's not a father-son relationship okay so it's not like i go and i vent to him or i ask him for advice it's nothing like that it's literally just a relationship where we just talk about like you know what he did almost like just friends mm-hmm. so that's just the that's the thing i think that i'm missing like that real fatherly hey dad what do you think i should do about this I, i've never had that and it's it's very possible that I will probably never, ever have that <laughs> right. ever, ever now. So right now our relationship is good. I mean, it is, it is what it is. It's not the ideal father son relationship, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's my life and there's not much that I can do to, to, to change that.
0: Right. 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 And you know, I, and I, I've definitely went through that or deal with my dad. Um, and, uh, I, not too long ago I was talking to my cousin he's like, so he said, I don't know if which one is worse. One that, you know, um you have a dad that comes to the house, but is pretty much invisible, doesn't do anything, doesn't contribute, don't do anything. Whereas my dad, I saw him in, in family function and I would go home. He was not there. So it was so I don't know which one was worse. I'm not saying which one is worse than the other. I think both of them is bad, but yeah. it's a double edged sword. So just to think about it for me, the effect that it had on me where I would go to family parties and he's there. I would see him sometimes in the weekend you know sporadically and then he would never be home you know and I would see him maybe once maybe twice every uh, month or something like that and I know where he's at and I've seen him I've seen him a couple of times but for him to be in the household at the same time was something that would never had and still today have an impact on me
1: yeah 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 I think a lot of that may have an impact on me but I'm not the I don't necessarily play victim too well Mm-hmm. And and not to say that psychologically this stuff didn't affect me, I'm I'm pretty sure it did. I just can't necessarily explain it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But but I'm, I'm very good at accepting things for what they are, which is why when I was younger, yeah, he came around, and when he came around, you know, I had I had fun. We, mm. we talked, or you know, he bought me a water gun, or whatever the case whatever the case may be. Um, but I just accepted it for for what it is, and even to today, I accept. Our relationship for what it is—it doesn't have to be. Oh, son, come over, let's have a beer. Or, oh, son, come over, let's watch the game. That's that's, that's not my life, right? And right, it, will, right. it will never be my life. So, you know, I just take what it is, and maybe some of the things that I do with Taj probably stems from not having that relationship. I think that I'll be naive to think mm. that um, my enthusiasm as a dad today is not influenced, has not been influenced by. It a lack of father relationship from when i was younger i think that there's probably a big influence that i can't necessarily explain because i'm not a psychologist (laughs) but i think that if i were to bet that there's some kind of correlation between the two
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i know one of my brothers was saying where he is you know um and i was trying to grab out to him like what is it how is it just affecting you and he was saying you know what all i can say is that um I just enjoyed the time that I spent with him. Yeah. The amount of time that I spent with him, even even when I, I couldn't see him, I always longed to, to be with him. So even when he was not there and mm-hmm. I wanted to, him to be there, that's one of my half brothers. I wanted him to be there. I never held a grudge for him. I never, I couldn't, I couldn't say I hated him. I couldn't say I, I despise him, but all I cared about was his presence. Whenever he was able to cater to me, come to see me and was able to take me out to yep. eat, I, that's all I look forward to. So that's all the memories that I ho- I, I've i been holding on to and it keep me positive, which is a very different, a different way of approaching that. And I think that's that's something that similar that you're doing as well, where you're not thinking about the negative. You're just saying, mm-hmm. you know what? I was able to see him um, for two days, for three days. I'm going to take that and I'm going to just like, I'm going to take it for what it is. That's pretty that's, much it.
1: That's it, man. That's exactly it. Just whatever, whatever I get, this is, this is, this is, this is what I got, so... I can whine over it or I can just go ahead and embrace what I have here and
0: keep those. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are some memories or good memories you have of your dad?
1: Um, a lot of them or all of them are, are from you know when I was very very little and I think it's from that, that time where you're just so enthusiastic about everything like going fishing was one remember We remember we went fishing I feel like everybody like takes their taste their kid fishing, and that's probably a memory that a lot of people have. But I remember because I think my grandfather was there, and I didn't know my grandfather very well either. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember catching a fish, or I remember throwing the, the the rod in there. I'm not a fisher, so if there are any fishermen listening, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to get all of this uh, vocabulary incorrect. So I throw the, the the reel, the rod in the in the in the lake. I'm from Cleveland, so this is uh, Lake Erie. Throw it in the lake, and I remember reeling it in, and I got this fish, and I'm, like, mad hmm. excited. my am I'm, like, five years old. And fast forward to maybe about four or five years ago, I'm talking to my dad, and that's one of the memories that I brought up. I was like, do you remember when we went fishing when I was five and I caught my first fish? Hmm. He says, yeah, you didn't catch your first fish. Like, what? what do you mean? He said, like, I put that <laughs> fish on the hook. <laughs> So he put the fish on the hook and, and let me throw it in the in the in the water, and right. it looked like I did my own. Wow, like, ah, that's that's something I'm probably gonna do the times. But that's, that's smart, <laughs> right? Right.
0: That's smart. That's, that's actually good. That's I mean, look look how much of an impact it had on you. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you cherished yeah. that moment up until you became an adult. It was just like, well, this really didn't happen. But by this time, you know, that memory has already been enriched. It's already been archived. And so whatever he says, it doesn't really matter anymore. It's just like you know, I've been having this memory. I'm going to hold on to it, which is really, really, really good. I, yeah, I, it was dope. <laughs> it was dope that he uh, he added to it
1: because I in my head the whole time I was like, oh yeah, I caught my first fish, and I was thinking that for the last twenty years. Then he comes in, <laughs> adds a new, adds more information onto that memory, right. and makes it an even better memory. For uh, me. Yeah, right, yeah, right. So now I have two memories: the time that I. Thought I caught a fish in the time that he told me that I didn't <laughs> catch a fish.
0: <laughs> um, so what what, what kind of um, characteristics in your dad that you that you find in yourself and maybe even, in, well, I'm going to say in your son, but maybe it's kind of too early for now, but some kind of characteristics you find in yourself that your dad has?
1: Man, I love that question. I really do. And it's because um, I have this uh, media company. And it's called tony captured studios Mm -hmm. right and let me tell you why i named it that um my mom always used to say you know you do a a lot of the stuff that your dad was interested in but never really he never really went through with it all Mm -hmm. so my name is d anthony my dad's name is anthony a lot of people call him tony Mm -hmm. so uh so i decided to name my my media company tony captured studios because I feel like that I'm Tony. Tony is the, the good version of my dad. Mm-hmm. Captured. So all the things that I'm interested in, music, um, videos, creating, telling stories, are all the things that he was interested in, but he just never really manifested those right. Right. those things. So I think that I'm all of that captured into one one thing, right? So either my media company, from when I tell stories, Tony Capture Studios, is mm-hmm. almost a tribute to my dad right who I, who wasn't necessarily in my life early on which mm-hmm. i think that that's still an interesting thing that he has that much impact on me still and he wasn't even around that much right as a as a kid so a lot of the a lot of his creating uh, his musical ability he was uh he was a drummer
2: mm-hmm.
1: a musician um, i get a lot of that a lot of that kind of stuff from him And I think the more that we hung out um, when I was like kind of in college, I started to learn a lot more because, you know, when you're five, six, seven, eight years old, you don't really, you can't really draw parallels. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I'm older, I can draw parallels to like how I laugh or, or how he handles a situation or how he thinks when he thinks out loud, you know, that's kind of the same way that I would think. That's my same rational approach that I would take. So things that I didn't see with my mom, like, oh, me and my mom are so different years later you know i see it with my dad as i play it back mm-hmm. our conversations or if i see him go through different situations and things
0: and i think it's profound too um and um, I, I can sit down and talk to my dad right now and i, I talk to him and i i can see that the, so much of me or I, so i say so much of him and me the way i the way he carries himself the way he talks the way he acts I can see that demeanor in me. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a modified version, um, from comparison to the way he is, uh, to what he, the way he was doing it. But still I, I, I see my demeanor. I mean, I, I, I early on in the podcast, I was referring to like, like the things that I'm doing, the things that I'm saying, the way I act, is this, is this you, you know what I'm saying? Like I see it in you. And sometimes I even see it in my son. That's, that's another thing that even scared me. Even at three years old, his demeanor, we can mm-hmm. sit down right now on the couch. Both of us will cross our legs. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Both of us will scratch our head at the same time. At uh, um sometimes, and I I love that. I love watching my son. I love watching my son. And sometimes I've watched my son walk away, and um especially when I get when I when I give him a bus cut, and I'm watching him. I'm like, yo, that's my dad, 100 percent, man. Nah. Like the characters are so profound and pronounced, in, 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 in each and every one of us. That is so weird. When we was uh, announced our um, pregnancy. As soon as you saw the head shape, you was like, "Oh, that's a boy!" Like, there's no, that's there's no boy. question. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> had the same head shape. Everything is similar, and it's, it's so cool and scary at times. I'm like, man, I I feel like I'm raising my dad. <laughs> See, that's cool for me because it's just another thing to kind of hold on to,
1: like because as you're learn as you're learning more about your dad, if you didn't you didn't get to grow up with him, you know, you hold on to that kind of stuff. Like, I like the fact that me and my dad think the same way. Mm. Because if I have a if I if I have a thought, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got that from, from my dad, right. and I like that because I don't have very many things from you know the time that he was kind of away. Mm-hmm. So everything that I learn that I get, I'm it's like I'm cherishing it more. So it's it's almost like I, I I don't know if this is necessarily true. This is what I'm thinking in my head. It's almost like I appreciate every single thing that I get right now, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think if I was younger and he was in our in our lives for a long time, I may have taken for granted a lot of the things that I may have seen with both of us. Right? You know what I mean. So if if something happened where he was um, he was talking, and I said, "Oh yeah, he sounds just like me," I may not pay that much attention because you know he's around all the time. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I hear that all the time. But now since we have that bit of distance, you know, I I just kind of hold that a little bit longer. Mm. Hold that a little bit tighter.
0: Yeah. 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 I can see that. I can see that. That's awesome. In comparison to then and now, what was the the, uh, dynamic between you and your dad?
1: I think the cut in for knowing that, okay, this is my dad, but we're not going to do father son things. I think that was a realization maybe after, after college. Mm hmm. So before college or during college, I was thinking, okay, yeah, I can still, you know, ask my dad questions and ask for help and guidance and all that stuff. It just was never an opportunity for us to really talk at that level. Right. Then when I got out of college, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this isn't the type of relationship that we're going (laughs) to that we're going to have. It's not that. So there was a immediate thought, a shift. And and what I thought our relationship was was going to be. It went from okay, yep, we can have a father son relationship. Yep, yep, yep. Nope, mm. nope, nope. Now it's just kind of kind of learning each other. You know, letting each other know we're there for him. Like mm-hmm. a- advice. Um, he's just checking on me, seeing if I need anything. You know, anything that he can help with. Right. So the dynamic changed a bit because of because of that whole situation.
0: Hmm. okay so and you just said that you know there is a lot of questions that you wanted you wanted to ask him um and he couldn't because of the relationship even back then where he wasn't around where he came he came in and he came out what came and he left if you had the opportunity and your dad was sitting in front of you right now and you had the utmost attention from him right yeah you wanted to tell him anything that you wanted to tell him what would it be
1: Oh well, I've told him already. I've told nice. him. I have told him the first thing that um, I mentioned to him was that you know I'm not I'm not mad. There's no grudge that I have, mm-hmm. you know, because because you see that a lot, especially mm-hmm. like on TV and stuff. You know, all movies depict like the angry black man that you know whose father wasn't around, and he's like, "Hey, f you, dad, you, right. you wasn't there for me." Like I know that that's probably what was in his head, just because mm-hmm. of society. And my very first thing that I I wanted to get across was, hey, that's, that's not me. That's not this situation. Right, right. No, this isn't a, uh, uh, this isn't a a movie. Mm -hmm. I genuinely want us to have a relationship and I don't hold any animosity. I'm not going to throw anything in your face. We're not going to get an argument and I'm not going to throw a low blow and say, you weren't there for me. Mm. None none of that. Mm. Right. And once we set that expectation, I think that his guard came down. Right. Right. And he's able to, to talk as if, you know, to learn more things about me, mm-hmm. to express how he feels and not being walking on the eggshells. Right. And, right. And I'm just a talking, I'm just a ticking time bomb waiting to blow up and say, well, you weren't around. So that was the very first thing that, that I wanted to do. Once we, once I got of age to really like have the confidence to, to talk at that level, mm-hmm. was to clear the air and be like, listen, there's no, there's no hard feelings. You made your decisions. I mean, It it was bad for my mom and I don't necessarily appreciate that. But at the same time, I mean, these are your decisions. You missed out on a lot of stuff. There's nothing Mm. that anyone can do to replace any of that. But going forward, this is our relationship that we can have.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's beautiful. That (laughs) that's that's beautiful. And I, I encourage that because I, I spoke about this where as children, as kids, we sometimes need to just tell tell our fathers that we one we're we're sorry, and two that we're proud of them. Yeah. Um. Or it's okay. You know, what I'm saying it's okay. We don't we don't need to hold on this burden that you know when are you gonna ask me this question or I'm sorry yeah. that I, I I wasn't there. Like they carry this burden. I know my my dad, um, is still carrying it until we actually have a conversation. But there's so many there's so many like baggages that's being carried not only by my siblings. By my dad as well. Mm-hmm. So me having a conversation with him, I, I allow him to know that you know what, I'm I'm not holding just like you said, I'm not holding any against you. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I just wanted to be there. On the same note, I took a time out and just like I, I, I scheduled a meeting with him at his house. And before I left, I told him for the first time that I loved him. First time I loved him and I was like, I was twenty, I was thirty-seven years old, and that first time I ever told my dad I loved him and that was the first time, and it, I can see the release in his face. I can see like, okay, like he can breathe again because it was a lot he was holding on to, and as soon as I got that I, out. He was able to like let a lot of that stuff go, and I can tell. He even said, "Thank you for allowing me to for saying those words." Yeah, you know what I'm saying that those those little words. We feel like it doesn't. It's not much, but it means so much to a lot of people. We may, I mean, we may not don't think it's that. It doesn't. It means that much, but some people are just looking for those words.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. with you. I agree a hundred percent. And I know that, I know that that's what was on his mind. So I decided to just go ahead. You know, clear the air right there. What do they say? Address the uh, the elephant in the room. In the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That was that was the elephant. Get the elephant out the room, and now we can move forward. And that's we can beautiful. move forward with a with a clear mind.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. So let's change the dynamic a little bit. Let's change the mood. Let's be a little bit more personal. All right. Um, tell me about dadhood. Dadhood, man. I
1: highly, highly enjoy dadhood, hmm. fatherhood. When um when Rachel when we found out that we were pregnant, the very first when soon as she peed on a little stick thing, mm-hmm. I was on ten from that moment <laughs> forward. I mean, I didn't care boy, girl, whatever the case may be. I was I was on ten, and I'm still on ten, which mm-hmm. I think is like I think it's crazy. I didn't have any of the um the sleepless nights and all that stuff. I mean. No, because I was just very excited. It was it was like um, it, w- it was like when you, when it's Christmas the next day and mm. you know you're about to play with all of your toys.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Or the day of Christmas and you're trying to play with all your toys and you right. stay up all night. Right. Like, that's what I feel like I've been on, and it sounds sounds a little corny, but that's the that's the energy that I've had like this entire time. Like mm. if it's if it's if it's three in the morning, if it's three in the morning and Taz needed a bottle then what i was doing was getting up going to get that bottle and i Mm. was completely okay with that right completely okay with that because that was the energy that i was bringing
0: Mm. i can relate to that because when we found out that we um was we were pregnant Mm -hmm. um i i took it as far as this is pretty much a mission that i need to accomplish one um because i wanted to be a dad I look forward to be a dad like it was it was a dream of mine to be a dad because I wanted to show another human being what it is to love and I feel like and I feel like I knew I, I had a lot to love to give I had a lot in my heart to give and I wanted a, a, a little person to pour that into so when he was born it was just like game on like let's not hold up Just I like could say the, the bottles are changing the diapers everything was up to like it wasn't a question like if i had to get up i had to get up we had time we had to like okay you sleep 4 hours and the next 4 hours the next two i'm mean, you sleep 2 hours the next 2 hours is me and the next 2 hours is you and then next 2 hours is grandma like we had a system in place it was yeah. never an issue for me to just get up and get my uh feed my son or take it, take care of him because that's something that i wanted now i got it it's just it's time to go yeah i don't know the psychological thing behind it like i'm not i'm not a like i said i'm not like a psychologist
1: or in the mental health field but I was literally just on 10 I was genuinely happy and there was no deep reason why I wasn't like oh this is my chance to create a kid Mm -hmm. and love him like it was it was none of that even though clearly all that stuff is true but it was genuine enjoyment Mm -hmm. of having a kid and having a kid knowing that he's going to grow up and run around and we're gonna go through all this stuff like that that's the that's just the energy that i want. and mm. if you look at my if you look at my um my videos on instagram all that stuff is so it's just all real enjoyment right all enjoyment i'm literally having
0: a ball with my kid that's oh, nice you you know know nice, I mean? nice. <laughs> that's beautiful and before you i know you, you mentioned that your dad was again in and out of the house so before you became a dad did you know what kind of dad you wanted to be and if so do you do you think you're that person now
1: uh no i don't think that i had an idea of what kind of dad i wanted to be again i think in the the movies and stuff you know or not even in the movies just even what you see somebody that didn't have a dad around the first thing that they say is oh this is the type of dad that i'm going to be or you know this is what i'm going to do i didn't have any of that thought because i'm more of an in the moment kind of person okay I don't think too far ahead. Okay. So like when I had when we had ties, that was my first instance with any kind of kid. That was my first instance being around a Mm -hmm. baby because my friends had kids, but you know, they weren't my kids, so you know it was and I didn't have kids. So it's like, oh yeah, my friend has a kid, but that that's it. So since I'm such an in-the-moment kind of person, I don't know how I'm gonna be. I didn't have this 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 plan of yeah i am going to do this and i'm going to have this because that just wasn't that just wasn't my life mm-hmm. but as w- soon as he as soon as i knew that taj was coming that's when all the thoughts came okay and that's when i was like oh yep i'm going to be at the doctor I'm gonna be at every doctor's appointment because mm-hmm. at that point i was being a good dad being at the doctor's appointment with with my wife right or, you know, when he was born, like, yep, I'm gonna be at the hospital that whole time and I'm gonna do chest the chess. Right, you know, right. That was that was my responsibility. It wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna he's gonna go to this college. Like I'm not there yet in life, mm-hmm. right? All I have is like what's around me. And when he's one years old, okay, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna feed him every day and you know, I'm gonna talk to him like he's an adult. So I just stick within the boundaries of what I think is acceptable. And I don't go too far forward. So right now he's two and a half. I want to make sure he learns things. I want to make sure he's polite, knows how to talk to people, and I want him to go to the potty. Like that's <laughs> that's what, those are my objectives, like right. Those are my objectives, like right now. What right. I really want to happen, and things happen on the fly where everything is like a learning moment. Mm-hmm. he goes up on a table you know that's a learning moment don't do that you shouldn't do things like that there's, there's learning moments sprinkled throughout there so I didn't have a definition of what I wanted what kind of dad I wanted to be beforehand But every day as I'm going through stuff and I'm seeing, you know, my friends with their kids and we're talking about different kind of strategies and I'm seeing what comes naturally to some of my friends with kids. And I I see I want to implement that kind of stuff in my kid and vice versa. Mm -hmm. It's now when I'm starting to do like the grown and knowing what kind of dad that I'm going to be just because that's just my mindset.
0: Right, right, right. So what about when when you became a dad? Was there anything you feel like you could have done different?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think in a couple of years, I'll probably be able to answer that question much, much, much better. I think right now, when I look back, it's it's weird because he's just so he's so young and everything is acceptable right now, mm-hmm. right? That him, you know, bumping his head is acceptable because you know he's he's a he's a kid or him falling off the couch like he's a kid. He does that kind of stuff and all that kind of stuff is acceptable. So the only things that I think that I probably would have would have done differently maybe started the potty training thing a little earlier a little a little earlier <laughs> I mean I know that's bad practical but right. that's, that's that's what I think right now he in the in these two and a half he's developing his personality mm-hmm. right now um, I think that, you know, what I am afraid of is, is him being a little bit too um, addicted to like the, the iPad. Right. Right. So that, I think that I could have cooled down a little bit because mm-hmm. now he's starting to like maybe throw a little hissy fit mm. if he doesn't get the, if he doesn't get the iPad, right? If, right. I, if I take it away. And I think that's because I may have introduced it a little bit too, too many times. It was a, it was a, it was a, um, a fail safe for me. Right. 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 I'm doing something here. Take right. the iPad, and I think I did that a little bit, a little um, too many times. So I can, I wish I can kind of erase
0: that a bit. Look, all, we all in that same bucket. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there along with you. And the thing is, he has, and he's so, and he's so smart. Whatever I put it, he knows exactly it was that. If it's not there, he goes to somewhere else. He has a <laughs> tablet, and he has an iPad. Um, and you get the television, you know, and he knows how to turn the television on now. You know, <laughs> if, it's, if it's on pause and I tell him, oh, look, finish your food and you can have it. Well, as soon as he gets his, his food, he goes yeah. to the remote control and turns it on. This is like how quick he adapts. Yep. Um, and he would drag me. He was like, come daddy. And he's like, I was like, what happens? It's that tablet or the iPad. I was like, nah, not right now. Like, you know, you had to make the time for it. Yeah. And I mean, I've we've, he's we've learning how to like take that away from him. Mm-hmm. Learning that. Okay, when, when we take that away from him, it's not because of a punishment. It's that we need you to, to learn other ways. So yeah. now let's actually write. Let's do your alphabets. Let's do your ABCs. Let's do your one two threes, mm-hmm. shapes, colors, and numbers. So you get to uh, practice those things. Um, so um, even when he when he has a t- the tablet, it's mostly almost I would say ninety eight percent educational. So yep. he, he does yep. his education. So I try I try to minimize that but even just being on that we're trying to minimize that so it's 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 hard it's not easy i know it's 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 hard when we were growing up we didn't have any of these things but for them they just have that they grew up with these things well it's kind of the same as us having tv i think it's this i think it's the
1: same thing i mean they didn't want us in front of the tv you know (laughs) all, all, all day we don't want them kind of in front of the ipad all day but i do have this kind of weird fear that you know i throw so much kind of education and and learning and things adam that he may be turned off at some point right and and i personally have that fear so what i I try to do is at this age where he's just absorbing everything i I try not to make everything just look like look like learning right right so i don't i don't say oh here's the ipad do your one two threes do your shapes Mm -hmm. it's more like oh look I have these little letters you know magnet and stuff and I'll throw it and I'm like oh this is a one and this is yeah mm-hmm. that's a one and stuff like that is fun for him so he doesn't know that he's playing so I want to get, I want to keep that as much as possible before it gets into the okay you need to absorb this information child <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: what I mean so so I, I try to make things as playful as I can right now and soon as that that stage comes where hey you need to study some of this stuff you know i get a little bit i got a little bit more leeway
0: for myself Mm. Uh, okay let's take a brief commercial break describe to me the first moment you met your son Mm. Mm. yeah
1: i think i've met about five different I think I met him about five times because (laughs) he he changes so he changes so much right remember he's two he's two and a half um so clearly when he was when he was born you know looked at him I was like wow that's crazy I have a whole human in this world at the moment and, and this human is mine and they're they're gonna give them to me and let me walk out of the hospital like
0: <laughs> <You> Trust
1: me. <laughs> like like yeah, like like without a nurse or anything. <laughs> right. And then um just kinda learning his habits, like when he's when he's learning his cries, what is what his cries meant. Mm-hmm. That was the weirdest thing for me because I remember being around some of my other friends that had kids and you know, they'll cry and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, she's hungry, or mm. yeah, he's sleepy. And I'm like, how the, how the heck do you know that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just crying, and it made no sense to me. Right. And the only thing that they said is, oh, yeah, you'll you'll know. I'm like, how? It's just a cry. But, you know, clearly, has them around him so much, I absolutely know what the different cries mean. You had to. <laughs> I, it, it just it, And it's just like they said, I, you don't know why. It's just, right. you know, God's just ability to put this in you so you know you know what's a big deal and what's not. You know, right, if he's right. if he if he screams like I can just decipher like oh he's playing with a toy and something didn't go his way, mm-hmm. or you know he really just hurt himself and I need to go check it out. Right. They sound they sound different. Um, so when that stuff started to happen, I'm like okay, I'm really starting to get into like kind of really knowing this child. Mm-hmm. Now his personality is really coming out, which I'm just having so much fun with. Right, and, and he's just he's just a goofy, goofy child. right <laughs> now he he does this thing where he just like runs out the bathroom. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a video about it. I've been, I've been recording it. He does this thing where he runs out the bathroom. And he just says ta da, and he <laughs> flicks his finger up. <laughs> and, and he and he does it, and we start cracking up. And he keeps doing it because. We're laughing and we're right. laughing about it. Right. So he's, he's just letting me know that he's identifying that it's something that's fun or funny, right. and he continues to do that. And it's I mean, it's the same thing that I do, right? It's just it's it's you see somebody that that's entertained, and you keep trying to to entertain them. Right. And That's an awesome. That's awesome trait, at least for me, because that's part of my personality. And seeing that in him was like what. You're doing the same thing that I do. That is nuts, man. So I've met him a few times, <laughs>
0: and that's what I was referring to. There's some characteristics in your your son that you see that you're like, oh, I, I, this is exactly who I am. And the fact that you can identify it at an early age you're like, man, how is he going to be like once he reaches, you know, uh, puberty or he's he's in the teens and he's, yeah. you know, he's a he's a, an adult. Like you start to see these define characteristics, and you're just like, oh man, this is this is really me. <laughs> I'm really doing this. I'm really, I'm really that stubborn. I'm really that annoying at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
1: interesting to see his personality because he's just, he's just running around and, and talking just so much. And he's trying to manipulate things. I, mm-hmm. One of the things that I really enjoy, and this is gonna sound weird to maybe a lot of people that are listening, but I, I'm really attracted to what happens when I when I tell him no. Mm. Because my personality, I don't know what happens, but anytime somebody just tells me no, it's just it's almost like a gut shot to me. Mm. I don't want somebody to tell me no for whatever the reason is. Right, mm. and I get very motivated to go against that no,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right, um, in a healthy way, in a healthy mm-hmm. way. And I I like to tell Tosh no to see how he reacts to it like so if he's you know about to go get i don't know a cookie and i tell him no don't do it you know does he just back down does he figure out another way does he go for something else Mm -hmm. yeah i say no cookie but then he may go for a mango or an apple or something (laughs) i i I don't know i i'm just curious to keep getting data to figure out like how do you how does he respond to the word no? because i Mm -hmm. think that that's that's very that's very important because a lot of people are probably going to tell him no just mm-hmm. like a lot of people told me no just like a lot of people tell you no and that's how we react to that kind of stuff that sets people apart I believe mm-hmm. right and part of my part of my demeanor is when I think people are counting me out or I think people are against me I get a, incredibly motivated like you probably wouldn't even understand
2: mm.
1: right so I want to see if Taj has that so I can figure out how to how to navigate it how to nurture it how to put them in the right positions to be right. able to to deal with that because it can get to be it can, it can get to be kind of unhealthy to a point and that's what i learned about myself mm-hmm. it's, it's almost anything that was against me i wanted to prove that wrong and that gets mm. to be kind of unhealthy at a, at a certain point right so if i can identify that and ties
0: i can help them kind of navigate that before he even knows that it's coming. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a parenting skill, so it's a parenting curve that you have to learn. Cause mm-hmm. the thing is you it's the two of you guys, is you and your wife that's <laughs> that's raising him saying she has her own way of doing things, you have your own way. And I can relate to to you when you're saying just the word no. I have I have I have such a negative vibe when somebody tells me that too as well. Mm-hmm. It's like don't tell me no, just give me the reason why. Okay, don't do this. Okay, I understand now. Now you give me a better picture of why I can't do that. So that's why I try and do with my son now because I know I don't like it, so I'm not going to try to push that on him. Mm. So instead of saying no, I said, I don't like this because, or this is not okay. This is going to be me bad. So
1: what, what did your parents do? Did your parents just tell you no, or did they give you a... Uh... An
0: explanation nah nah i I have caribbean (laughs) parents this is (laughs) this is no there's no explanations explanations for adults like i say no and that's it (laughs) (laughs) there's no explanations caribbean parents do not care about explanations
1: (laughs) so is that so that is that where you got that from so were you like hey i didn't like that from my parents so i'm gonna give my kid a little bit more explanation like why aren't you why aren't
0: you just telling your kids just no like why not uh, you know what again is this it's just parenting i just can say this is the way if i don't like if i don't like something why would i project it on somebody else this is just my idea about it like yeah. if i don't like you the way you treat me or the way you talk to me why would i t- take that same demeanor and then project it on somebody else this is how i see things so instead of doing that my parenting thing i was like i'm, I'm gonna try to do it the way i feel like if I don't like it, I'm gonna teach you the way I don't like it so you can understand. Give give you I'm gonna give you a bigger picture so you can just you won't just see it is black and white, but it's just a whole lot of colors about in there. So don't touch this because one, I don't like it and two, you can get hurt. So if you if you don't wanna listen, if you don't listen to me, it's this is gonna happen. And this happened before. I was just like, don't do it. If you're not gonna listen to me, I'm gonna let you test it. But I'm I'm gonna educate you up front. I'm gonna let you test it. If it hurts. I'm, i told you <laughs> it was gonna hurt but that that's the that's the kind of lessons that i'm teaching my son where why i'm learning how to let go but i'm also letting him i'm teaching him i'm learning how to let go and just let him make the mistake at times i don't have to correct him and be on him at all the time i'm just like all right go ahead and the thing is because of the way i've um i've taught him throughout the, the years um he knows when he's doing something wrong so before he does anything wrong he looks at me and see if I'm gonna react to see um, if I'm gonna say anything if I'm gonna not say anything like he has a tendency of jumping on the bed it's, it's a thing so before he jumps on the bed he looks at me to the corner of his eye to see if I see anything so he's, so he's reading my face if my face says no he gets down if my face don't say anything he just said okay I guess I can continue doing it and then he would just like jump I'll, I'll just say go ahead enjoy yourself but if I feel like he's going to hurt himself in a, in a way I said enough with that you're gonna hurt yourself and he hears and he stops so i give you more of an understanding and explanation before i can just say no because no is this it's a period without any explanation so i want to give you a reason why i don't think this is okay but again granted if you want to by all means just know that i warned you in the beginning so what do you think about the whole
1: do as you do as i say not as i do mantra
0: uh I i do i i mean i i go by do as i say and do as i do as well i try not to go against if i say no um um, and do opposite. I try not to do that. You know, mm. if I say, if I say it, I don't like the way this is being done. It, just, it doesn't, it because he's a kid that, that he's very observant. If you do something and he sees that you get from, approval from from us, he's going to continue doing it. Just like your son, where, you know, you get out the shower and he gives you that finger. <laughs> he's going to continue doing it. So he gives you a, an affirmation. So mm. when I, I don't give him that affirmation, he knows this is not something that he needs to do or continue doing. So he's going to do something that's going to please his mom and his dad. So he's going to continue doing that. But when you see that we not he's not getting anything from it, he's going to stop eventually. So I try not to go by where if I don't if I say it, I am sorry. I try to go by if I say it, I'm going to implement it. This is yeah. and when I and I implement it, the entire house implements it. Both my wife and I implement it. It's not what yeah. she does and what I do is different. But it's like we have to be united. If not, he's going to break us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly gotcha. gotcha gotcha
0: yeah 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 so that's just how it is with us with us so um so this if you could describe three three happy moments as a dad
1: clearly the day that he was born mm-hmm. that's easy easy one right, right. <laughs> um the day that he was born um i think the day that uh that he started that he started walking. Mm -hmm. was another one um, because he kind of went he kind of went just full-on went for it so as soon Mm -hmm. as he started walking it wasn't very long until he was really 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 walking right and then there was the time where he said Dada for the first time Mm
2: -hmm.
1: after I was just I was just pleading with him I said just say it say it one (laughs) time just say Dada just say it please and when he said it, I was just on ten because I didn't think that he was going to say it. I didn't think that he like understood me. He still may not have, but you know, I like to think that he did. Right. And and, and um, he did it like in front of my wife, and my wife was pretty upset that <laughs> <laughs> that, that dad came before mama. <laughs> and I'm just glad that she got to hear it out of his <laughs> out, of, out of out of his mouth. But those those milestones are just things that I'm definitely just not going to forget. Where um, number one, I'm not gonna forget them because I've recorded all of them <laughs> mm-hmm. and put them on my put them on my my hard drive. Uh, number number two, I think that those are just I I haven't I didn't experience any of that like with any nephews or with my friends' kids or anything. So I mean, I'm just all in. Like every experience that I've seen on television, every experience that I've seen with like, my kid or mm-hmm. seeing with my friends with kids. I'm just excited to be a part of all of that mm. so those three things are extremely embedded in my head because they're so monumental you know in the first couple in the first couple of years of life right i remember exactly where i was i remember what i had on mm. actually i actually wrote it all down because it was super strange and weird like that i like to be <laughs> <laughs> and i think one day I tell that story I want to describe what the weather was that day mm-hmm. I want to describe what I had on you know what state of mind that I was in yeah. I know it's very very strange but that's that's what I've done
0: absolutely beautiful beautiful so before we wrap up um I have two more questions for you Now i let you go mm-hmm. and this one is going to be more uh let get you to think a little bit thinking in the future right now maybe 10 5 maybe 10 15 years and now 20 years how do you want your kid or your kids to remember you.
1: Um, I want them to know that uh, I want them to think that I that I that I always provided some kind of value, some kind of lessons. That's the that's the big thing that they they learned things from me. And I don't necessarily need them to know that they're learning it when they learn it. Mm-hmm. I just needed to hit. I'm okay with it hitting them like a ton of bricks at one point, Okay. where they're. 20 years old 25 years old and they're going through life and they're, they're fixing things or they're strategically going about something and they sit down and they say my dad showed me that oh mm-hmm. and my dad showed me that right actually my dad showed me a lot of things
2: mm-hmm.
1: or thing habits that they have you know maybe my wife or you know friends of the family comes and tell them hey you got that from your dad mm-hmm. or your dad does that i just want one day, them to see that I I've spent so much time with them that the, everything about me has been literally poured into them. Right. And they may not have known it until they got of age to really understand that that's what happened. Right. Right. And and what that does for me is that puts them in a position to do the same thing with their kid. Right. 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 There was something that happened with um with my with my dad. Where, you know, th- there, there was some kind of there was some kind of disconnect where his legacy kind of changed when it got to me and my brother. Mm-hmm. Right before that, it was a lot of a lot of violence, a lot of drugs, a lot of you know alcohol and all that kind of stuff. But when it came to us, you know, we kind of changed things up. So, mm-hmm. in my eyes, for me forward or me down with my kids and my kids' kids, I mean, it's a whole new generation, and I get to mold it however I want to mold it and what mm-hmm. I want to what I want to do is leave the kids with with not just memories but like skills. Right. And let them know that the things that they learned were from me. Mm. And it wasn't like a okay today's Tuesday. It's a lesson day. Every day <laughs> every day you learn something. Right, right, right. So you do the same thing with your kids and then they'll do the same thing with their kids. And that's how you make that's how you create good hearings.
0: Yes, absolutely. So as we're wrapping up there's a lot of fathers out there a lot of new dads dads to be and um starting this new journey in dadhood and not knowing what to do or what to expect and uh, what to look forward to um what kind of message do you want to leave with the dads out there
1: um so for the for the to be dads or for the young dads or the stressed out dads or whatever kind of dad category you kind of put yourself in i think the best thing to do is just to live life slowly Mm. Right. I think that um, you know we can get wrapped up with, with work and all of that, and get wrapped up into and really being focused on like the, the things that we kind of want to do. But I think that if you just live very slowly, and you know take the long walks with your kid, or let them sit on your lap a little bit longer mm. when it's time to go to go to bed. You know, let them climb on your back just a little bit more while you're watching TV. I think stuff like that, and actually being present in that moment and say wow my kid is climbing on my neck right now Mm -hmm. and internalizing that i think Mm -hmm. that internalizing those things and living slowly like that will just benefit you more in the future you build Mm -hmm. that library of of memories
0: right 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 oh that's beautiful that's awesome and that's that's something always to look forward to because i mean uh, a lot of dads out there sometimes some of them they don't know what they are getting themselves into, and, and I'm yeah. always encouraged that if you're going to, if you're choosing to be a dad, one, be intentional. Yeah. Whatever that you do, in anything that you do, be intentional because there's always one. There's always somebody's watching, and two, your kids always pay attention more than you think yeah. they are, right? So always be intentional with what, with all your actions, with your wife, with your your kids, because. Yeah. Um, you never know who you can impact. You never know what life you can change through your actions, right? Even yeah. through your words as well. So you need to be very, very careful about that. And I just want to just like, um, and I'm happy that I reached out to you and you answered to my call as far as being there because I, I see what you're doing. Mm. I see what you're doing. You're doing what you need to do as a dad. And the reason why I reach out to you is because I'm using you as well as an example. The things that you're doing, the way you go about uh, your son, the way you care for him, the way you you love all that stuff. Like when I say, there's a lot of people paying attention and definitely me there is. So that's why I say be intentional with your actions, the things that okay. you do, the stuff that you post, it matters. It shows that, you know, um, uh, a dad in the child's life matters and all that, uh, can uh, without a dad, it changes the whole dynamics, the whole, the whole formula. Sometimes it breaks apart. Right? Yeah. So, I I, I've reached out and I want to just say thank you. Thank you so much for telling me your journey. Thank you for allowing us to hear your journey and the positivity that you have encountered for having a great outlook in life Um, and sharing all that, you know, it is to become a dad, you know, again, I said be intentional, be intentional, be intentional, because it, it really, really makes a difference in every child life that you have encountered.
1: Yeah, bro, I 100% believe that. And I think that uh, just just real fast. Um, you know, I I was very excited to, to be a dad, very excited. So once I get excited like that, there's very little things that can discourage mm-hmm. me. Or mm-hmm. But, you know, everybody's not like that. Some people that that, that become a dad, you know, it's terrifying. It's mm-hmm. a terrifying thought, right? And, and I don't want to discount those people either. Because, right. yes, I have a level of excitement that's just out of this world but I I also I also realize that not everybody not everybody is like that and some people need to get whatever kind of get in the correct mindset beforehand Mm -hmm. before they have a kid and that's whether that's talking to your friends you know talking to your parents talking to a a therapist and getting yourself together and making sure that you're good before all of this is about to happen Mm -hmm. because because it could be life-changing like I said for me it was it was a awesome adjustment because it just fit my personality so well mm-hmm. but that may not be the that may not be the case for everybody it may be a very drastic switch from you know hanging out doing whatever you want to do to now 100 mm-hmm. of percent your attention needs to be focused on this this kid so i think talking to whoever you need to talk to beforehand you know get it mentally right you know before you before your kid comes or before you decide to have a kid mm-hmm. is
0: very important too Absolutely. And like I said, there's, there's, there is no guidelines for being a dad. There isn't because every, every experience is different. Uh, Mine is different. Yours is different. So you just got to know this is your journey that you got to take. You know, the best thing you can do is just like educate yourself and be engulfed and and develop as much as you can and growing in every step of your life. But you know, for me, I I enjoy fatherhood. I enjoy dadhood. I, I love who I have become. He allowed me to become a greater person and push me to be more. And um, that's probably part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast, because I want to do more so he can know that he can do more in the future. But again, I'm I'm, I'm so honored. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed that you are here. Um, I'm still following you, still tracking you. I'm still like taking notes, things that you're doing, you know, and, and this dad movement, this dad movement is definitely real. And, and, and I'm happy to to have you part of to be part of that. Um, You're doing a great job, doing a phenomenal job. But um, again, I just want to applaud you for all that you're doing and and continue doing it. Um, And I I pray much, much, much blessings for you and your family. So um, as I wrap up, up, so guys, I just want to say again, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, uh, DeAnthony, for everything that you've done, for what you said, encouraging words. And um, uh, continue, continue, continue following, continue um, uh, holding on. This this season three is, pff, is powerful, man. <laughs> it's powerful. There's a lot more to come. There's a lot more to come. Um, I enjoy you guys' company, and I, 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 I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. So I'm not going to hold you guys any longer. I'm just going to say catch you in a few. Later. For more Dear Dad podcasts, visit Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Make sure you check Dear Dad Podcast on your favorite Instagram social media platform at Dear Dad Podcast.
2: Catch you later.